Good morning, everybody. Eric Kaiser, my Spiritual Awakening podcast. And, you know, I really tried so hard to get a full episode out yesterday, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. Um, When I first started doing the episode, um, and keep in mind, I'm still in the surrendering process. I want to explain people when you're waking up and uh, you know, it's been a long 10 months when I first started listening to content, you know, even almost motivational, a lot of the books, a lot of the things I've, I've heard with my own two ears, it'll paint this picture of life that if you could totally relinquish from freer, if you can get away from fear 100%, it's almost like something something triggers in the universe. Something triggers for your life, but it's not just, you know, it's not just surrender to fear. You know, it has to do with all of it, all wrapped up in one. And I want this message to be pretty deep, so... Some of, you, some of you start to understand. First off, money does not equal happiness, right? I got to, I got to have that reminder again, you know, because I don't care what anybody says. I keep it very honest. It's very hard to get out of the way of money, right? It's one of them programs that. We have had our whole entire lives. And if we're truly supposed to live our experience to the fullest, it's really hard to get away from the idea of, holy cow, I'm going to make a lot of money, right? But you really have to get away from that. You just, you really have to just detach from the idea of money and attach to the idea of just doing better and better things, right? For me, this awakening has taken me and literally just held me out in front of myself. And it's allowed me to inspect myself from top to bottom. And I didn't really like who I saw, right? I love who I see today. I love who I became slowly over the last 10 months. But I'll be honest with you, even after my awakening, I want to be very honest with my audience. I had some pretty disgusting habits that, unfortunately, because I know everything I know now about the brain and neuroscience and how we're raised, right? Now, I don't jump back into the old programming of getting mad at anyone because that does nothing life is about learning right and who is the key principle or let's say who is the key student here who needs to learn the most lessons to benefit themselves because remember the end of the day this isn't about anybody but you So I got my eyes opened up to 
And a lot of women had said this to me in the past. And for some reason, it never triggered the way that after everything I just went through in the last week, week and a half. To open up my eyes to the way that we all perceive things in a different way. Like we really, really do. We all have our own story. And it's amazing to the story that you might think is your story to hear somebody else's story and then go, oh my God, there might be another story. You know, like what did other people see that I didn't see and she didn't see or this person didn't see and that person didn't see? You have to open up your your eyes to that. But what I got opened up to was the simple fact I really did get raised in a household where, you know, my mom and dad argued, they fought and it was verbal abuse both ways. Nobody was better than the other one. They both did it. I remember what it sounded like, you know. And a lot of women have have said to me, you know, your mom talked about your dad and, you know, you're just like your dad. And that used to bother me because I always thought that they were saying that I was just a full-blown alcoholic. I was missing that. It was just going right over my head. That's what your ego will do. Your ego will let you, like, miss the most relevant shit in your life like it'll be right in front of your face and you won't see it because in your head you're going but i'm a good person i really care about people you know i understand i'm drinking i like to have fun and then but you know they get mad at me and they start shit and then i then i see that's what i would do because don't get me wrong in a lot of my relationships i wasn't really the one maybe starting it right I was just Mr. Fun Guy, but I didn't understand that the rest of the world maybe didn't want to operate at the same level as Mr. Fun Guy, right? So that would aggravate people. And this is a very special episode because of where I got to, right? Now, when you begin to awaken, and I am so sorry to my to my soon-to-be ex-wife, Carla. Like, even though, and I sent her a text, this does not dismiss you from anything you did because she has to look at it too. She also has to look at it and look at the way she was raised and the things that she's seen and realize that until people, we dig in and get these blockages out, the way we react to other people especially the opposite sex. It's not our fault, right? You are just pre-programmed to wire and fire that way. And see, that's what an awakening really comes down to is when you get to that point, right? You just, you know something has to change and it does, but when it does, it's a major shift. It's not just, Oh, I quit drinking. No, see, my whole being had to change for me to become who I'm about to be. Right? I couldn't just be a sober guy. I had to be godly. Right? And that comes down to realizing that women, no matter what they do, they bring the light to this planet. Right? They they carry life. Right? They're like a portal. <laughs> Look at women that way. Look at how important 
that is, right? And then look at us as men. We want this title as men. And most of us think that that title comes from punching another dude in the face and knocking his ass out. And that makes you a man. That makes you a tough one, right? There's a saying that people always used to say about walking away. When I was a kid, I was like, yeah, right. I ain't walking away from nothing. I always made sure I took a handshake out of any situation, right? Any fight I got into, I made sure that I shook their hand at the end because I want the respect. But as men, the respect should come from being smart enough to look at the other one and go, what are we doing? What is any of that going to solve? What is screaming going to solve? What is punching each other going to solve? What if you win, lose, or draw? It doesn't matter. I have won plenty of fights, and I have lost plenty of fights. And let me tell you something. The bruises and stuff still healed the same exact way. They didn't heal any faster if I won, right? So it didn't matter. So what am I getting back to? Men. We want to be called men, right? That's, That's a big title. You know what a bigger title is to me? And the way that I father my children is hero, right? I don't want to just be a man. I want to also be a hero, right? And how do you, how do you get that out of just being a man in 2019? How do you get the title of being a man? And then how can you mix a hero into it? Because for most people, you're changing oil or you're working at the mall or you're in sales or that's what you you tell people when they say oh so Roy what do you do right when people ask me now what do you do you know before it was I'm a window tinner I could do audio and I would ramble off this list of shit I was good at Eric, what do you do? I try to be better every day. That's what I do. I'm trying to be a hero for my kids. And not just my kids. I'm trying to be a hero for society. I want people to change. Because listen to this. How fast would things turn around if we, as people, would just agree to talk to each other a certain way, right? How about men we make a pact right now to never raise our voice at women ever again for no reason whatsoever, that we are the men, that we hold the power, that we can simply, because we are not emotional beings like women are, we can block that crap out and we can simply open up our hearts, no matter what the situation is, and heal it that way. Heal it with kind words, heal it with compassion, heal it with hugs, heal it with kisses, whatever our counterpart needs, because that's what the phenomenon is. They are our counterpart. There's a masculine and a phenomenon, and we all have it. And the problem is we are so out of touch with it because we were taught from such a young age. And if you look at television, if you look at news, if you look at violence, if you look at what you see on Facebook now with men against women violence on trains and shit, like, look, it's a program. And if you allow yourself to get stuck in, sucked into it, you fall into the program just like a lot of us did, right? 
nobody's right or wrong, people, once you acknowledge this, that we are all one, that we are all one energy, we all have to love each other. And every time that happens somewhere, every time somebody gets to a to a headspace like I am, every time somebody gets here, it helps somebody else get here, right? Because we're a collective energy. And I know that's the really, really deep stuff, but see, yesterday I was in that in that limbo feeling. Like, okay, here we go again. We're at another month. I'm in the surrender process. And see, I always kind of felt like it's an initiation. Right? Why is God going to take you by your arm and lead you to your purpose if you're not fully, fully, fully committed to the process? Like, you have to truly believe. Right? And I'll get back to the surrender in a second, but come on. Men, let's be men, right? I, I got to look back at every single one of my relationships. And yes, there was two sides of the puzzle. But guess what? There was also a mirror going on because my first relationship at 17 years old was a very narc situation. It was my first adult kind of relationship where boyfriend and girlfriend title running around and you know, now you're dealing with the crazy ex-boyfriends. I'm almost fighting people. I'm getting drugged in this crazy-ass drama. And guess what? I got programmed and wired to think that that's the way relationships were at 17 years old. And this will go to demograph. Like, what areas are you from? What's the tendencies of your neighborhood? Like, my tendency in my neighborhood were a bunch of people who drunk, who were crazy, who fought. And that's what life was. So guess what? That's the program I picked up. I started building for myself as a as a young man. I started building this. I'm a drinker. I'm a tough ass. I've run my mouth. I don't give a shit about anybody. Fuck the laws. Like that's who I was. And that's what I built as a program. And thank God I was able to get to my 40s without just vanishing. Right? Without I'll say dying, but I don't like that word anymore because honestly, people, once you understand that you're energy and you're a soul and that you live forever, I don't like the word dying anymore, but everybody else resonates with it. So look at it this way. You want to, you want to take the being that you are right now and you want to be the best reflection in that body, right? You want to show other people what is possible, right? It's the whole reason why this is happening to me. This is why this is existing. I look at all the greats with the great stories, but I want to see the story start and end, right? So in my situation, when I learned about it with all the technology we have today, I figured, you know, it's a good, it's a good time to really document something like this. Let's see where it goes and where has it taken me, right? If you look at it from an ego standpoint, you look at my life, you'll be like, that dude's got nothing, right? Just because of the way I'm deciding to live right now. And it's not the way I'm deciding to live right now. It's the way the universe took it. I'm just following it, right? I came back from Florida I have my own past blockages to deal with, with driving and things like that. And 
I was hell in high water to give up my 50% custody of my kids. So that put me in a place of total surrender, right? Jesus, take the wheel. But it's not like I'm somebody who didn't educate myself and I'm somebody just sitting on my ass waiting for the universe to kick in. I've done the work and then some. For 10 months of my life, I've done nothing but listen to audio content and study. And not just study and listen to audio content. I have practiced the principles, but when I'm not doing that for the week that I don't have my kids, my weeks with my kids are straight hustle. <laughs> like non-stop hustle from the time that they get up to the time that they go to sleep. I am on bikes. I am on pushing them and stroller. I am doing everything to give my kids the most wonderful experience in the world. And I also document that too, right? I almost feel like it's my duty now to make sure with the knowledge that I have that these two kids become amazing, amazing human beings. Right, Because I can look at them and I can see where my relationship with my ex left little ding marks. And I'm like the PVR guy over here, like the paintless dent guy. And I'm just popping these little marks out very slowly. Right, And it took me even, even a while to get to that point where now I see it all. Right, with our kids and everything, you have to lead every situation with love. You never raise your voice. Don't tell your kids no. Right, let them live their experience. Are you going to die by letting them live their experience? No matter what it is, you know, I get a little aggravated because I allowed my kids to mark up my walls a little bit with markers and pens and stuff like that. But I looked at it this way. The first time they did it, it was already done. So what? Let them, let them live their experience. Am I teaching them to do this? No, they're, they're 18 months and three years old. They won't even remember doing this at five. And trust me, yes, it does work that quickly because just because I'm letting my kids draw on the walls does not mean that when they turn adults, they're going to want to draw on walls. When they turn adults, it might trigger in their head that, holy shit, maybe there were a bunch of Picassos, right? Daddy used to let me do whatever I want to do with pens and markers. This must mean that I can go to town on this canvas, right? Always look at things with a little positive spin, but, you know, this episode, reflection, totally, totally reflection. And to totally realize, like, What's really going on? And thank God for feel good. Man, I'm going to send you an email today. I'm looking for a high five. I needed that message, my man. See people as they go through the awakening. And there's all this content out there to keep you consumed. There's often times that I forget that it's pretty simple that we all all of us who are waking up, we're here and we have a purpose here. And it's our job to do things like I'm doing with this podcast to help wake other people up because certain people resonate with me just like certain people resonate with Phil. 
But Phil's message yesterday was perfect because I was sitting over here in limbo, like I was saying, going through the surrender. And there came my answers, you know, exactly the questions I had in my head. Like, I was seriously sitting here like, is it ever like, is it my time? And it almost feels like you're living in two different realities. You're living in where my exes are, right? With that vibration of life that they have going on. And I'm not talking about Carl. I'm talking about what I just went through with Brooke. You know, she pops back in and she's a mess, right? And this girl comes from, and this back to money. You know, her father's very, very well off, high achiever. Find out, you know, he's kind of a mess. You know, he's not he's not living the, the, the most happy existence either, you know? And then I, I get sucked in a little bit further and I have to talk to her mom about things and find out that whole situation's kind of a mess and I'm going to pray for them because alcohol... Alcohol's the devil, you know? And it's so unfair because it's put here to do exactly what it's doing to them. You know? I mean, God forbid if if, if everybody out there starts thinking that, holy shit, I got it this bad and I'm poor and these people got money and they got it that bad. It's just, it doesn't matter, people. It comes to an inner vibration. The people with the least can always be happier with the people with the most. It's a mindset. You know, you have to decide in your life what you are happy with. You got to figure out what's going to drive you until the day that you shut your eyes forever and you go into your next experience. What is it for you? I know it's not doing 80% of the things that we get stuck doing. For me, I'll spell it out again. It took me a long time to realize what my happiness was. Growing up with the ego, I was a Ferrari guy. I was a mansion guy. But I only wanted it for other people to see it. And don't sit there and act like that we don't do that. We do that. We want these things because we want to feel a certain way about ourselves. And we feel a certain way by the reaction of other people. Remember that. You're not, it's not really a you thing. It's a reaction of other people and the way you feel like it's going to make you feel. And trust me, a lot of times you end up getting that thing and you put all this, all this thought in your head of how other people are going to act. And you're just like, they don't give a shit because honestly, at the end of the day, why should they? Right? You didn't, you didn't save somebody's life. You didn't become a man and never raise your voice at another woman. You didn't show your kids that type of dedication, right? You want to be a man? Prove to everybody you're a man. Think about that dedication. Think about if my son never seen me and my wife argue one time, how much better behaved that, 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 little, that little boy would be. You think, look, I'm accountable. I'm not stupid. I can look back. I know where he got it from. And granted, maybe I was the one out there working my ass off and I felt like I was giving way more than any other human being, but I was still just a mirror to shitty behavior. That's how you get your power back, people. You don't ever want anybody to ever be able to point a finger at you again and say, you 
did something or it's your, as we hate hearing, fault. Change who you are right this second. Become godly men and women. This shit goes both ways. If we could do that, we could take the ego, set it aside, and everybody do that. Think about how beautiful our relationships would be. Think about the people who don't even stand a chance. Well, guess what? You stand a chance now. If you can learn to live that way, you'll learn how to love again. At the end of the day, if it is just a mirror, it's not matter. It, it doesn't matter who you're with. You can make it work because it's your mirror. But you have to fix first. So yes, if you're mirroring a toxic situation right now, if you came out of one and you went into another one, and maybe it doesn't have all the attributes right this second, but you can see things that relate very similar to what you already went through in your life. People, you got to back out of it. Take it from somebody who's done it. Take it from somebody who can now look in the mirror and go, damn, you were a narc. Damn, you were such an asshole. Damn, like you would use words that you knew were cutting people. But I didn't know why I was doing it. It felt like I was protecting myself. And you know what all I was doing? I had that little stupid ego in there. That little voice in my head. Right? And then that little voice starts even even worse situations. Like me and my ex, we would always talk about taking the kids from each other. And who's going to do what? And who's a better this? And who's a better that? And who's got this over their head? And who's got this over their head? And I understand that a lot of people are living this way. Hello, sweetie. I just want to say, Lanier, you just made an appearance. I also want to say, kids, I did an episode yesterday. It got deleted, but there was a part where I took a couple minutes out to thank you two for creating me, right? I've been through a lot of women in my life, and I want to applaud the ones who did try to open up my eyes. But the biggest applause goes to my kids because even when I think I'm perfect, even when I think I'm getting there, like, all right, I got this. I got it all figured out. I know that that caused my my misery, and I know that I can fix all my misery. Then my kids will misbehave and remind me that I'm not a perfect mirror yet because I was still using a way of raising my voice and trying to use what what we thought was the way to raise kids for so many years. God forbid if you're still hitting your kids, please stop. You're screaming at your kids, please stop. Because you're probably like, what do you mean? I know what I'm doing. I'm a good parent. Yeah, do you want them to be just like you? When you look in the mirror, do you got total control of your time and your life? Are you living the experience that you want? Do you have it all? Do you have total happiness? If anywhere in there you answer no, then I I suggest you just shush, shush. And you listen to the person who lived every negative experience that you can imagine. I went through every single one. And now I'm sitting here in a surrender process, waiting for my phone to ring to get a coaching client that'll change the rest of my life, right? And I'm not, not going backwards, people. Right after Phil Good's message on YouTube, such a good episode. Reminded me again of 
what we're all doing here reminded me of how guided I am and how protected I am. And yeah, things could look bad to a lot of people in my life, but to me, my baby girl laying on my lap right now, getting her back rubbed. Wednesday at what, 9.30 a.m. when most fathers are out there killing themselves to to buy some stuff because they haven't decided to wake up yet and realize it's there's a lot more going on here. Anyway, my phone just rang. That went on a little bit longer than I intended to. There's a couple days mixed up in the one day. But people, the sooner you stop and look at life and realize it's about the beauty, right? It's about the moments that you can you can lock away, right? And it's about the vibration you can carry while doing it. No matter what your situation in life and where you're guiding yourself to. If you're young, just starting your process, and I've talked to plenty of people talking about going to college and doing this and doing that. If you don't feel like you're you're chasing after a passion or a purpose, our future generations coming up, just stop and realize that I'm telling you, I'm 43 years old. And we were all broken and we didn't know what the hell we were doing. And we were doing it wrong. So it's up to y'all to start doing it right. I'm just grateful to be a young a young parent, I should say. Even though I'm an old parent. I got a couple of youngins. And I got to see it of how I did it in my 20s and my 30s. And now I get to see how to do it perfectly, right? Because God forbid will this little girl laying in my lap ever be spoke to the way I spoke to women. I'm I'm just glad that I never ran into the father that was me. Because even though I'm spiritual and I love everything, I'm not ever going to hurt a young man. But I will shatter his spirits into understanding that men, as I tell my son, do not speak to the carriers of light that way. To the bringers of life. That's the problem on this planet. We were never taught to respect. In my eyes the most. Valuable. People on this planet. And that's women. And I think more men are going to come to this. Because I think this is a part of the ascension. I think I am totally in touch with my feminine. And that's going to keep me making videos about how men need to be men and how things need to change and how we all need to learn how to get along and how your problems are your problems. You just got to you just got to get real with yourself and look in the mirror and look at who you are. If you ever want to get off that hamster wheel, you better go look in that mirror at who you are. So, I'm Eric Kaiser. I am now in my surrender process. And 
I'm for hire. 404-906-1891. Anyone else listening, enjoying the content, you can find me, Eric, New You Guru on Facebook. I also have a YouTube, Eric Kaiser. I'll be putting more content on there. Chase after it, people. When you start to catch it, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing.